Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at cruiseradio.net. On this show, we'll talk to Michelle Sinkler, Program Director of Coastal Conservation League. This has been a hot topic. In fact, cruise writer Gene Sloan from USA Today broke the story last week in regards to environmentalists in Charleston, South Carolina, possibly serving Carnival with a lawsuit. Stuart Chiron is sailing in the Mediterranean, but he will return next week. So let's get right to our talking points. Barcelona had an almost record-breaking day last week. Doug, tell us more. Yeah, they did on Friday. They had 27,300 cruise passengers that came off of seven cruise ships, including a Carnival ship, a Costa ship, MSC Royal Caribbean, a Holland America, and a couple of other European lines were over there. And that's not going to be the peak for Barcelona because on August 20th this year, they're going to have nine ships with over 30,000 cruise passengers in port in one day. All right. So the celebrity silhouette floated out last week from Meyerwerft Shipyard in Papenburg, Germany. Uh, when is it going in service? It's going in the service in July. It's going to be the first inaugural cruise. Then it will do a couple of Mediterranean cruises. And then the winter it will spend up in New Jersey running Caribbean runs. You and I sailed on the Eclipse. I want to know how is it going to be different from that. There's going to be a couple of new features. They're going to have the Lawn Club Grill where you can grill your own meats up on the Lawn Club. That's cool. Cool. Also, private Wi-Fi equipped cabanas called the Alcoves. Um, the porch, that's new. It's a breezy kind of casual dining eatery. You're feeling artsy. They have the art studio where you can bring out your inner artist. Um, also, they're going to have the hideaway, which is going to be a quiet spot, um, kind of like a, a childhood treehouse. What number ship is this in the Solstice class? This is the number four, and the fifth is coming out next, which is going to be the Celebrity Reflection. Cool. All right. Carnival Cruise Lines is rolling out a late-night kit program. Uh, give us uh, the details on this. Yeah, parents cruising Carnival who may be up for some late-night fun can now put their kiddos in the Carnival Night Owls program. Now, according to the uh, company's website, they're having three different programs for the kids. They have one broke down called Owl Jams, which is from kids 2 to 11, and it's basically $13 per child plus gratuity. They have Fun Till 1, which is kids 6 to 8 years old and takes place from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. That cost is $20 per child plus gratuity. And they have the Fun at Sea, which is basically an all-nighter for you party parents. Uh, it closes mm-hmm. down at 3 a.m. Now, that's actually a little more expensive. It's going to be $33 per child plus gratuity. But included in that price, they'll also bring the children to your stateroom as well. Nice. One of my favorite ships, NCL's Norwegian Epic, will be offering dual embarkation options next year in the Med. Uh, what are these cities going to be? Yeah, it was announced earlier this week that starting in the 2012 med season, which runs from April until October, folks will be able to embark from Barcelona or embark in Rome. Now, the Norwegian Epic is like that 4,100-passenger ship, and, you know, it's got that world-class entertainment on it, like the Blue Man Group, Second City Comedy, uh, Cirque Dreams Dinner, the Japanese Steakhouse. has got all the bells and whistles. Howling of the Moon, Dueling Pianist. Mm -hmm. And on a quick final note here, Doug, you'll be happy to hear this. Princess Cruises is offering Zumba classes. Yes, by the end of the year, Princess Cruises will offer these high-energy classes fleet-wide. You know Zumba, right? Yeah, he's the guy who plays the pan flute. Oh, boy. No? That's Zomphir. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You've heard his hauntingly beautiful music in movies. His name is Zomphir. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cancun. Hazanet. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. 
or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One had to send you on your way. Cruise One number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One, yeah. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One, yeah. Cruise One. Each episode we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. If you're cruising from Seattle this summer and have already hit all the classic tourist sites like the Space Needle and Pike Place Market, you might be looking for something different to do during your time there. Consider signing up for a walking tour of Seattle's Underground, which takes you beneath the city's sidewalks and streets for a look at the subterranean passages that once were the main roadways and the first floor storefronts of old downtown Seattle. One such tour is Bill Spidell's Underground Tour, which begins in Doc Maynard's public house, walks through the historic Pioneer Square to three different sections of the underground, and ends in Rogue's Gallery. Check out undergroundtour.com for the history of the Underground Network, as well as tour info. Perhaps you've been reading about this in the news lately. Environmentalist in Charleston, South Carolina, possibly filing a lawsuit against Carnival Cruise Lines for infractions. Michelle Sinkler, Program Director of Coastal Conservation League, is here with us. Michelle, welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you for having me. First of all, tell us all about Coastal Conservation League. Absolutely. The Coastal Conservation League is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and we are based in Charleston um, with offices sort of along the coast of uh, South Carolina. And our mission is to help protect the natural resources and quality of life for humans and for the environment. Very good. And just so you know, Michelle, I want to say both Doug and I are not in any way anti-environment. We really want our listeners to understand what y'all are about and uh, where y'all stand exactly with this case against Carnival. Why are y'all unhappy with the growing presence of cruise ships in Charleston? Okay. Um, And again, certainly no litigation has been filed. Okay. Um, And and I I think it's... um, what we're, what your statement was that we're unhappy with the presence of cruise ships in Charleston, and I don't think that exactly characterizes our position. Mm-hmm. Um, what we are concerned about is an ever increasing presence of cruise ships in Charleston without some reasonable regulation. Right. Um, we have never said, and, and we maintain that we are fine with the current um, scenario, which is roughly 104 cruise ships per year. Um, a majority of those are Carnival Cruise Line, right. um, with the fantasy with the embark, debark. Um, but, like I said before, what we are advocating, as well as you know, numerous homeowners associations, neighborhood associations, and other preservation organizations, is for reasonable limitation or reasonable standards that apply right. to those to that tourist industry. The question is, why now? I mean, Charleston's been a cruise port for years. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think what we've seen over the last several years is a is a dramatic uptick in the number of cruise ships. We went right. from 33 annual visits up to 69 and now 104. And as you may be aware, the State Ports Authority, which is the state public entity that runs the docks, the ports, um, has said that they would uh, limit it to 104. And all we're asking is that that be um, 
putting something that's enforceable. What exactly uh, is Carnival and the other cruise lines doing? How are they hurting uh, the environment and the area in general with their presence in Charleston? I mean, and I also want to touch upon the fact that that there was a report in 2010 that said the economic impact of cruise ships uh, and the cruise ship business in Charleston is measured at $37 million a year. Well, as you can imagine, we believe that um, that that study um, had some, and a, and a peer review was done of that study um, that suggested that the numbers there weren't fully flushed out and was more, um, uh, I guess, a little a, a projection based on things that really weren't happening in the okay. economy. However, backing up, absolutely, um, there's an economic benefit to cruise ships, and we're not saying that there isn't. And again, we welcome the cruise industry to Charleston. Back to the original question, I think, which was how, what's the potential harm? Yeah. There are a number of environmental potential harms that we, we see. First and foremost is air quality. Right. The Carnival Cruise Line, um, the fantasy specifically burns bunker fuel. It is the basically, if it's not the dirtiest, it's the second dirtiest fuel you can burn. Um, and it sits there on, I guess, idling at one engine for at least nine, maybe eight to nine hours a day. And, you know, all the reports say, and even Carnival Cruise Line's own report says it is a very noxious fuel. And, again, we're not saying um, go away. We're saying let's have reasonable measures in place to protect the human health um, from from this pollutant. And our suggestion has been and continues to be shoreside power. The good news, um, of course, is that Carnival has been using short, short and will use shoreside power in other communities. Recently, I think it's Mayor Bloomberg, has um, brokered a deal with Carnival and its ports authority to have shoreside power in New York, San Francisco, Juneau, Seattle, San Diego, all of these places offer shoreside power to protect the human health of the residents that live near and adjacent to the terminals. Well, then isn't this more of a port issue instead of a cruise line issue? Well, actually, that's right. I mean, we all need to work together. The community needs to work with the, the elected officials that needs to work with Carnival that need, or whatever, whoever the incoming uh, cruise line is, as well as the Ports Authority. And in the case of Brooklyn, Carnival is, I believe, if I understand this correctly, Brooklyn, New York, the Ports Authority of, of, both York, of New Jersey and New York, and Carnival are working together to offset and share the costs of shoreside power. And what's certainly important is that Carnival retrofit its ship to accept shoreside power. So we all need to work together. Right. The good news, again, is that it's really not treating any the cruise industry any different than the other many tourist-related industries here. The hotel industry is um, accepts, as there was a letter to the editor, by many prominent um hotel folks in the, in the area saying the city of Charleston regulates us. And, you know, is it the best thing in the world? No, but we pay taxes. We limit a number of our hotel rooms. We don't put signs up that look a certain way. We follow all these rules because that's part of doing business in Charleston. And as a result, we protect the quality of life. And so really, you know, the pedicabs that work here, the, the rickshaws that work here, all of those are are pretty are fairly limited and regulated and those folks are able to do business very well and so all we're saying is that reasonable regulations apply to the cruise ship too so michelle is there a meeting set up with mayor riley and the director of the port and uh and carnival uh, all to, to have a meeting of the minds to to try and uh iron this out and 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 make a list and and check it off 
we meet and continue to meet with Mayor Riley and um, Jim Newsom and several other folks of, with the State Ports Authority. Um, it's my understanding that um, suggestions have been made to meet with Carnival, and we've not received a response. Okay. Well, we want to talk to you again. We'd love to have you back and, and get an update on all this, because this is obviously a very important issue. And as you said, as Carnival's, you know, uh, making strides in other cities, certainly we want the what's best for Charleston as well. Well, thank you. And I really do think that we can have really a win-win for the residents, for the tourists, um, and for the businesses as well. Excellent. It's so good to talk to you. Thanks for spending time with us. Michelle Sinkler, Program Director of Coastal Conservation League. Thanks for being with us on Cruise Radio. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a nice night. This land is your land. This land is my land. This land is me for you and me. If you want to enjoy all the unedited interviews of Cruise Radio, then sign up for Cruise Radio premium content at cruiseradio.net. Hear all the interviews that don't make it to the show, behind the scenes, off-the-cuff talk with crew and officers, on-demand interviews, and more at Cruise Radio premium content. Sign up today at cruiseradio.net. Just click the premium content icon. It is the summer, of course, which means a lot of people are cruising, and we like to try and do our part by offering some tips. Really, it's more of Doug's Court Order Community Service (laughs) fulfillment. Sure. These are eight tips for stress-free cruise embarkation. Number one, have your paperwork in hand upon arrival. To even get to the doors of a cruise terminal, you're going to need two things. Your printed cruise line, issued pass, and some form of legal ID. So do yourself a favor and have it out when you arrive. This next one is always a big source of irritation for me uh, through the security checkpoints. Remove electronics uh, and jewelry and all that stuff stuff really yeah don't I mean don't be a douchebag you've flown before so it's just like a security checkpoint at an airport pull out your laptop pull out your your keys have everything ready to put inside the dish and center the conveyor belt all right number three consider arriving in the afternoon sure without fail every embarkation day people are there just at like 10 o'clock in the morning trying to storm the ship to be the first people mm. on the ship but this is the thing No one's getting on the ship until people are off the ship because there's only one way of traffic. People get off the ship, then people get on the ship. There's no crossing paths there. Yeah, not to mention, if you think you're getting into your cabin right away, you're not. Yeah, try like 1 o'clock. All right, next, consider Park and Cruise packages at a local hotel. Park and Cruise is one of the best options when you're cruising because you get to arrive a day early or maybe stay a day late. Keep your car at the hotel. You figure parking at Port Canaveral, say, is $15 a day. Parking in Miami is $20 a day. So times that by seven, you're making that a lot better if you're actually using the hotel property and they're bringing you there, picking you up from their shuttle. There's no lug in your bag across the parking lot from the parking garage. Exactly. Number five, know your loyalty program status. And before we hit this one, let me just say that if you aren't in a loyalty program on a cruise line, what are you waiting? for it only helps you anyways but yeah know your loyalty program status certain cruise lines offer priority boarding say if you're platinum silver gold diamond whatever tier you are you could get on first maybe vip check-in know your loyalty get on the ship quicker have agent documentation just like when you first went to the first security checkpoint when you entered the terminal when you approach the ticket counter have all your documentation out this includes your credit card for your onboard sign and sale account your health immunization form have that signed already your passport state id birth certificate and all your cruise documentation have everything out make it easier on you and the agent number seven have a pen 
This sounds stupid, I know, but you will wish you brought one. I mean, you may have to put a luggage tag on a bag. You have to sign that health immunization form. I don't want to be touching a pin that 2,000 other people have been touching, you know? <laughs> and last but not least, don't freak out. Yeah, everyone's going to the same place. Pushing yourself through the line is only to make you look like a jerk the rest of the cruise. <laughs> Each week, we like to try and save you a little bit of money, courtesy of OnlineVacationCenter.com. And this time, we've got another one of our value-inclusive package deals. Yeah, this one set sail September 7th, 2011 on the Celebrity Constellation, which was just recently solsticized, which means it has many of the amenities that the Celebrity Solstice class has. Now picture this. The vacation begins with an included flight from New York to Amsterdam, or you could purchase an add-on from other gateways. After arriving in Amsterdam, you'll transfer to a deluxe hotel for a two-night stay where you'll be on your own to explore the city at your leisure. After a couple of nights, you'll transfer to the ship for a 12-night cruise to Istanbul with stops in Bruges, Belgium, Cherbourg, France, Vigo, Spain, Gibraltar, UK, Sicily, Italy, and Athens, Greece. Once in Istanbul, you'll be transferred to a deluxe hotel for two nights, again at leisure to explore the city. At the end of the vacation, you'll transfer back to the airport for the included return flight. This awesome 16-night package, including air, hotel, and cruise, starts as low as $21.99. Wow! Mm -hmm. Time is of the essence on this deal, so call now, 800-809-4492. Go to onlinevacationcenter.com slash cruiseradio, or go to our site, cruiseradio.net, and simply click on the Online Vacation Center logo. All right, that's going to do it. Coming up next week, fitness guru Megan Anderson will provide tips for staying healthy at sea. And Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, will be back from his Mediterranean uh, voyage aboard the Seabourn Quest and will provide more cruise news. I gotta say, we're really happy to have this partnership with Stitcher Radio. If you have a smartphone and you haven't downloaded the Stitcher Radio app yet, you need to tighten up. You could basically, it's funny, Matt, I, I get emails all the time, people listening to Stitcher um, in their car on their way to and from work, yeah. uh, in the gym while they're jogging. It's a free download from your smartphone app store. Yeah, it really is a really efficient way to listen to your podcast. And for those who don't use iTunes, again, and you're only listening to our show on our website, cruiseradio.net, this is a really great new way to listen to Cruise Radio. And this is very cool. Ford and Buick have just announced that they're going to include Stitcher Radio receivers in select models starting next year. Don't forget about premium content, all the awesome material that doesn't quite make it to each weekly show show you can uh, find it right there cruiseradio.net click on the premium content logo and one last thing if you haven't signed up for our newsletter yet we have one going out next week what you waiting for cruiseradio.net from the cruise radio studios in jacksonville florida i'm matt bassford and i'm doug parker and this is cruise radio thanks for listening to cruise radio for information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week Email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer.